0: Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. A few years ago, I had arranged to meet up with a friend and we were planning to go off for a drink together one evening. When it got to the time when we were due to be meeting, I was still helping out at the church that I was attending at the time. And so as I, as my friend waited to meet up with me, I invited him into the church before we, lo- we popped around to the local pub together. My friend had never been to church before. He didn't really think church was a place for him. He didn't think that he would be welcome in a church. And as I invited him in, he half-jokingly said, oh, Matt, I don't think I'll come in because if I step into a church, I might get struck down by lightning. I'm not good enough to come into church. My friend was fearful to come into a church, to be associated with God in any way. The reality is that all too often, many of us can feel like my friend did that day and it's not just people outside of the church who may who can feel like this there will be people throughout the world maybe even tuning into church today who in some way feel that they are not good enough for god maybe you have made a mistake in your life and you feel like god has is continuing to judge you for that mistake that you've made even if it was a long time ago maybe you are conscious of an area of your life right here and present today that you know that's not right and it's getting and it's affecting your relate the way you relate to God maybe you lack confidence To do things that God has laid on your heart and therefore you feel guilty that you're letting God down and fearful of disappointing him. Fear directly affects our relationship with God and because we have been created in the image of God, because we've been created to live in a relationship with him, this fear affects how we live out the rest of our lives as well and so today we as we think about how we can move beyond fear and step into life we're going to look at this passage from 1 John 4 and think about how as we encounter and embrace god's love we may be a, we may be able and empowered to move beyond fear and step into the life that god longs for us all to live instead and the first thing that we need to recognize is that God is love it was said throughout the passage God is love if we are to see the power of fear overcome then the first thing we need to do is see God for who he is and God is love this is the main thrust of the message that John is writing to us in this first part of this passage. Ultimately, as, ver- as verse 8 tells us, John wants us to know God is love. This phrase can trigger all sorts of different emotions in it, but it's essential that we understand it. Some people will question, well how can God claim to be love when they have faced such trials and difficulties in, the, in, in, in my life? How can God be love when such horrific things are done in his name in our world? How can God be love when we see so much pain and injustice in our world? Others may be able to accept the idea that God is loving in that he's a nice guy who generally wants the best for you he's the kind of guy you'd pop round the pub for a drink with but John wants us to see that both these reactions do not acknowledge and recognize the full extent of who God is. John does not say that God is loving but rather that he is love. In other words God love. God's love isn't just a characteristic of his personality, where if we push him too far, then he will move beyond love and we will instead experience his wrath or anger or whatever else it may be. No, God is love. He's not loving. He is love. There is nothing in God that is not love. Everything is he is. Everything he does and exists to be is defined by love. Often we picture God as this great cosmic being. The holy, righteous God who we need to approach with fear and trembling. And God is holy. God is perfect. We should honour and respect him. Of all, But we... But God is also love. God's holiness, his perfection is rooted and grounded in love. And when we grasp this truth, it transforms the way that we relate to God. When we recognise that God is love, no longer do we need to be fearful like my friend, that God might strike us down. Instead of being worried about how we measure up to God's holiness, we can instead remember how he who is holy, he who is perfect, is not just some autocratic ruler who will punish us if we step out of line, but he is love. We will all know too many people who have failed to see and recognise the love of God that John Is seeking to encourage us to see in this passage. There are whole communities of people who will have nothing to do with God because when they think of God, they think of something other than love. They think of God and they think of judgment, or they think of God and his unattainable standards. They even think of God and sometimes associate him with pain and rejection. All of this instead of seeing God as love. I don't know who you are and how you associate to God this morning. But today I want you to know that there is not an ounce of God's character that is not defined by love. If we fail to recognise that God is love, then we've just simply not seen the true identity of who he is. God is love. And the best way to see God's love is to look to Jesus. God revealed his love to us through Jesus. And let's look at how Jesus spent his time. Primarily, he loved people. Jesus spent his time healing the sick and the marginalised, restoring hope to the helpless, providing for those in need, and so much more. John backs up his claim that God is love by pointing to Jesus. Let's listen to verses 9-10 to again where John says this. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him this is love not that god loved or that not that we love god but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins god showed the full extent of his love for each and every person who has ever walked this earth through Jesus. And that includes you. He was willing to sacrifice himself, dying on a cross in our place. He carried the burden of our sin that we might find life, that we might be set free, that we would know just how much he is love. As we see that God is love, we also see or we also have to own that love and recognise how we are loved by God. How easy it can be for us to feel small and insignificant and therefore some way discarded or unimportant or unloved even. But when we recognise that God is love, we also have to recognise that there is nothing and no one who is insignificant to him. Because if God is love, that means that he loves me and it means that he loves you. He's incapable of anything else because he is defined by love. Jesus told us, the parable of the lost sheep to help illustrate this point where the shepherd has 99 sheep in his pen, but he leaves those 99 behind that, we might, that he might go after the one that was missing. Why? It's irrational, isn't it? Why leave 99 when there's just one out there? But bec- the reason he goes for the one sheep that was lost was because he loved that one sheep. We, and we are loved by God just as that sheep was. No matter how far we might wander, no matter, no matter how far we might drift away from him, he loves us and he's not going to let us go. When fear sets into our lives, it distorts the way that we see the world around us. Fear tells us to limit the extent of our dreams because they will quickly get too big or too difficult or too complicated for us. Fear tells us that we, the, the lie that we might not be good enough to be the person that God wants us to be, to do the things that God wants us to do, to, to live the life that God has set out for us. But when we realise that we are loved, love transforms our lives. When we are loved, no matter or no longer does it matter whether we achieve our dreams or not. Because we are loved by God regardless of whether we achieve our dreams. You can be confident when we are loved that we will always be good enough just as we are because God loves us for who we are not because of what we've done or what we will do. Fear tells us all sorts of lies but please this morning do not let fear define your life but rather know that you are loved by God and let that love define your life. Let that love set you free from fear knowing that you will always be Enough for God, just as you are, and as we embrace God's love, John also encourages us to live out His love in the or live out His love in the world around us. Because we are loved by God, that love should shape how we live. John pleads for the church to love one another. He wants God's people to take on the commandment that Jesus gave to his disciples to love one another as he had loved them. The church, God's people, are called to be full of love. God is love and we are God's people so we too must inhibit and demonstrate the love of God to one another and to those around us by the power of God's spirit moving and living within us. If we fail to love one another how can we claim to know and represent God for who he is? It's the equivalent of a vegan sitting down and ordering a ribeye steak. It's a total contradiction to be a follower of Jesus and yet to be full of hate or anything other than love. Because God is love. But living out God's love goes deeper than just being nice to one another. Living in the light of God's love gives us confidence to face all that life throws at us. Listen to verses 17 to 18 again, where John tells us that this is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. Remember that word confidence. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. John wants us to know that there is no fear in love. God's love is whole and complete. There is no room for any fear as we think about God. Because if we are fearful of God, we have not fully embraced his love for us. John focuses on the big picture. He looks to the day of judgment where we will give an account of our lives before God. Because of the love of Jesus, in that moment we can know with confidence with confidence that on that day, nothing can have a hold over us anymore. Nothing can separate us. Nothing can come between us and God because of God's great love for us. The power of sin has been defeated. The power of death has been defeated. No longer do we need to be fearful, like my friend, about the wrath and the punishment of God. Rather, we can all be confident that we are held firmly and securely in the love of God. God's perfect love casts out fear for the future. But the love of God also has the power to transform our lives today. Recently, Reuben was watching a kids TV show and he got really upset because it looked like one of the main characters and heroes of the programme that he'd been watching had died. They were falling to their peril. However, as he got upset and went for a cuddle with Rachel, Rachel saw things from a different perspective. Knowing this was a kid's TV show and the goodies always win the day, she knew com- confidently that Ruben could have hope that his favourite character would somehow be sa- would rise again and come back to save the day, even in the midst of the fear that he was experiencing. When we see the love of God that casts out fear, our perspective is also changed. No longer do we see the world like Reuben, but we instead step back and are able to see that greater narrative, the bigger picture, that no matter how bleak things might look, there is always hope. Because our future is secure In the God who loves us John does not say in this passage that if you know the love of God you will never be fearful again that's the hope for the future that we have to hold on to we are not there yet but fear is grounded in the uncertainty for the future And we can know, as we look to the future, that because we are loved by God, our future is sure and our hope is firm. Because perfect love casts out fear. Nothing can get in the way of God's love for us. So as we look to the future, no longer do we need to look and see fear and uncertainty. Instead, as we look to the future, we can know with confidence that no matter what happens in life, we are loved and love will overcome. We will all face fear. Fear is a natural human instinct. It is with us throughout the rest of our lives. But God, through his love, enables us to step through that fear, to move beyond Fear with hope and stand firmly in his love, enabling us to truly embrace the life that he has given to us. So next time fear raises its head, can I encourage us all to adjust our focus in that moment. May we know the love of God and know that that perfect love of God casts out fear and as that love casts out fear we can have hope for all that life throws at us today. Let's pray together. Loving God we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We praise you that you are love. That there is nothing in you that is anything other than love. And that you love each one of us today. Lord, we pray that by the power of your spirit, you would continue to reveal more of your love, more of your character, more of who you are in each of our lives, we pray. Lord, would you draw close? May we see the full extent of your love for us, no matter what we are facing in this moment. Lord, remind us today, embed it in our hearts, the knowledge that we are loved. And Lord, as we know your love, we pray that we will continue to live our lives in the knowledge of your love. Lord, bind us together in love. Lord, may we be your people who are not just defined by who we are or what we do or where we go but that we are defined by your love that people see us and they think these are God's people because they love one another and they love us but Lord we pray for that deeper sense of your love as well that we would know the confidence of your love leading us as we live our lives may we know with confidence That your love casts out all fear for the future, all uncertainty for the future. Lord, may we continue to put our trust and our confidence in the hope that we can have in you and your unending love for us, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen.